Hey everyone, thank you for joining me today as we take our Sunday walk through the strange Paradiso. Today is going to be a short walk, but there are some things that happened yesterday that I wanted to share with you. I didn't want to wait until tomorrow. I wanted to share them with you today. So it's just going to be a rather short walk. Um, so yesterday, which was Saturday, I was at work. So the first thing that happened is there is this customer who I have seen a few times now. We always speak. She's not, she is not my client, but we always speak anyways. And the last time she came in, she just out of the clear blue started talking about some experiences that she had had. And um, she went on to say that she has been having experiences pretty much all of her life. Well, she came in yesterday and she was talking to me about things that had happened to her in the past and how they continue to this day. So um, I told her, as she was getting ready to leave, I said, well, if you have anything else that you would like to share with me, I'd really like to hear about them so that maybe I can uh, present them to my listeners on my one of my episodes and things. And then, she, so she stopped and she started sharing some experiences with me. What I want to try to do in the future is to get her on so that she can talk about some of these things. I'm not going to go into it right now, but um, it seems that she has uh, been having her experiences coming from a very young age, just like I have. And uh, as we go through our lives, a lot of us, not all of us, but many of us, we realize certain things. It took me a very long time to realize that there are such things as generational curses, or they're also called family curses, bloodline curses, things like this. So now I come at these things from a different angle when I'm looking into certain things. And I'm going to tell you guys now that I'm aware of certain things, I can see patterns in families. I have some clients who are very, um, I know that uh, there are quite a few people who don't care for these people, but to me, they're, they're not bad people. They're actually very good people. And um, I can see their generations and how there is this thread that runs all down through their family line. The only thing I do not know is where it came from. I don't know if this is from their maternal or their paternal family line. But as I go on, I'm going to um, maybe ask them some questions. I mean, th these are some very good people and people that I have uh, gotten to know and I care about these people. The reason why a lot of others do not care for them is because of their personalities. And they're not bad. Their personalities aren't even bad, but maybe they're just, um, I, I guess, 
they're kind of nosy, but you know what? I'm nosy too, but maybe in a different way. Maybe they're just a little bit more blatant about it, but I'll get into all of that later on another walk. Maybe I'll bring some of that up tomorrow, okay, on our, when we take a longer walk. But anyways, I want to start with yesterday. So after when I was speaking to her, I just, um, I shared a couple of things with her also, and then she left and so on. And, um, the week before, so not yesterday, but the Saturday before, I was there at work and I was in the back area, what we call the kitchen. And our kitchen area is by the back door. So we usually have the big um, solid door open because there's a security screen back there so that we can get sunlight, we can get air and um, a cross breeze from the back to the front. So it's really, it's very nice environment in there. So while I was back there, I thought that there was somebody behind me. I wasn't all the way in the kitchen, so I couldn't see the entire kitchen. I was kind of like on the outer corner of it. So I turned around quickly to see if it was one of my coworkers and there was no one there. So I stepped around the corner to look in the kitchen and there was no one there. There was, there was no one anywhere in the back of where I was at. So, okay, but the feeling of this presence was very strong. Now, I, I wasn't scared. I didn't feel any uh, type of, like, unsettled feelings or anything like that. It was just a presence, not oppressive, just a presence. So, I let that go, okay, because it's not like it's my first rodeo when it comes to things like this. So, fast forward now to yesterday. So, yesterday... I'm there at work and I'm in that same area and the owner comes up and she starts telling me because there are cameras in this place. All right. So she starts telling me that her phone notified her at about 2 a.m. She got a phone notification because there was some kind of activity happening there in the store. So she picked up her phone and she can look from the different camera angles all through different locations of the store except for the bathroom. There's a camera ev everywhere in that place except for in the bathroom, of course. So there was nothing there. She couldn't see anything. She could see the doors. She could see the parking lot from the front of the store. There was nothing there. So she just figures, okay, it's just a glitch or whatever. So she turns it off, puts her phone down, and goes back to sleep. A little while later, she said it was like seconds later, she gets another notification. So now she's getting a little bit like, okay, maybe there really is someone in there. Maybe they're hiding in the kitchen, whatever. So she picks up her phone. She looks again. So what she saw was a light that moved. It was moving from the back to the front slowly, like floating towards the front, only a light. So I asked her, well, was it round? Was it a round light or like an orb or what did it look like? And she said, no, she said it was oblong. And she says, uh, let me show you on my phone. Let me see if I can get this for you to see this video. So what it looked like was an oblong light that was moving towards the front door 
And that's all that it was. I mean, there was no, it did not look like a reflection. There was no one holding this. And if it would have been done with a flashlight, it wouldn't have been able to move the way that it was moving because there was no light being projected from anywhere. It was a singular, slow-moving light, an oblong light, maybe about six feet off of the ground, moving slowly towards the front doors. Now, the whole front is glass. You can see the parking lot. There are the windows. There are the doors, which everything is glass. If there would have been someone, even in the back parking lot, there would not have been any light visible because of that big, I guess it's a fire door that's back there. The big solid door, okay, that was closed. So, and plus there was no projection. You could not see any light behind this thing on the sides of this or anywhere. It was just by itself. Moving slowly, once again, towards the front door. So once it gets maybe four feet from the front door, it just dissipates. It doesn't just vanish instantly. It just kind of like fades away until it's gone. So she, we looked at each other because it's pretty perplexing, all right, this thing that happens. And I said, well, whatever this was, it had to have been of some type of matter. I mean, it, it had to have had enough matter, enough density to trigger the notification. And she says, what do you think it could be? I really have, I really don't know. Okay. I'm, I don't know what the catalyst would be. I can't really say, but the form that it was in and the way that it was presented to me seems like it, whatever this thing was, was of a supernatural element. There is no other way to describe it because I could see nothing else but this thing on its own moving. So I just said, well, you know, it's something that's going to have to be monitored. And then I told her about my experience the previous Saturday and how I felt a presence in there. And she asked me, did it scare you? Did it frighten you? I said, no. But then again, these type of things really don't scare me because I've had a lifetime of uh, these type of occurrences. Maybe it would have scared someone else. Maybe someone else would have been freaked out. So I um, think that maybe there's a connection here. There's something going on here, okay? Now, the woman who I'm telling you about she is not a um, bruja. She is not into the occult. She doesn't do anything like that, all right? But there is perhaps a possibility that, uh, I don't want to say she has an attachment either, but she has had experiences 
earlier before she realized certain things where she did things that she wasn't supposed to do either and created problems for herself, just like I have in the past. So perhaps there's a connection there. I really don't know yet. I haven't been able to like um, interview her like I would like to. So that is just something that I'm looking at because nothing has happened there before. This is all new. I cannot say that there have been any type of experiences there before. No one has ever said anything about that this place before. So it's uh, something that has been recently somehow brought in, okay? Then again, when you are dealing with many people coming in, it could be from anyone, but whatever it is, is in the back of this store. Okay, so this is yesterday now, and it gets a little stranger, okay? So I'm going into the restroom, and I'm making sure that there's enough hand soap in there, and because I had some free time, and I was going to sweep it out and do certain things like that. And I looked and I noticed that uh, the, the tissue paper needed to be refilled. Now, the roll is right there by the actual toilet, okay? So I walk over there, I take that roll off, I put a new roll on there, okay? And I'm getting ready to walk out of the bathroom and I notice that there is blood smeared on the toilet seat. I am very detail-oriented. I notice everything. And there was no blood on that toilet seat when between me noticing that the paper needed to be refilled and I had to step out for like a second to go and get a refill paper and then walk back into the bathroom and put it on. All right. In between that time, no one had been in the bathroom. There wasn't even that much time for anyone to go in there. And I was right there. So I was thinking, this was not here before. How did I not see this? This is impossible. So anyhow, I called the owner in and I said, what does this look like to you? I mean, I knew it was blood. And she was just like, oh my gosh. I said, yeah, there has been no one in here. Now, this was in the morning. And she says, there's no one, no one has been in here. I said, yeah. And I was just going to change the paper. This was not here. I stepped out over here to go in the cabinet, get the paper, come back in. And now this is here. Not only was it smeared, but it was, looked like it had been there for a while. And it was there. I mean, there was no way that anyone would have been able to walk by there and not see that. So then I noticed that in the water, okay, the actual water of the toilet, there was like a red, look like fresh drop of blood that was like, floating downwards, like it had just been dropped there. 
right in front of my eyes. I see this bright red, like a fresh drop of blood, as if someone held a dropper and dropped that thing in there. What in the heck is happening here? So we had to clean that place up. And I'm thinking to myself, this, I mean, this was an impossible situation right here. This actually was not able to happen, but it did pretty much right in front of my face. So we get everything all cleaned up. And now she's asking me, do you think that there could be like some kind of connection? Which to me, it seems like it and it feels like it. And one of the reasons is because once again, something had to have had enough mass, enough density, first of all, to set that notification off. In other words, like to set that alarm off. And now we have blood seemingly coming from nowhere. And the one on the toilet seat was smeared and it was dry. So where this new drop came from, I don't know. It just friggin' appeared. So the rest of the day went without incident. Nothing else took place. <coughs> but I'm, I'm wondering, what is she going to tell me the next time I go in there, like next week? What else is going to happen? Because... I, um, I don't, I didn't say this there. Okay. I don't talk about things like this in the location where it actually took place, but I do feel that somehow there is a connection to all of this and that perhaps now we're going to have a couple of more occurrences, strange things that we cannot explain happen. So if it would have just been that light, okay. But now we're dealing with blood. That brings it, we all know, I mean, the majority of us know that that brings it to an entirely different level. If the bathroom would have been busy, if people would have been in and out of there, okay. But it wasn't. And this pretty much appeared before my eyes. Now, when I, I took the lid off of the trash can that's in the bathroom, I was going to throw those papers away. All the things that we used to clean up, I was going to throw them away. So I was going to push the whatever little bit of trash that was in there, I was going to push it down to make room for these papers so that before we could get it thrown out, nobody would touch this stuff, okay? So when I took that top off the trash can and I was putting the trash in there, the, the cleanup trash, I noticed that there were some drops 
of bright red looking blood in one of the areas of this trash can. It looked like it was on some kind of a plastic flat surface. I don't know what it was. I wasn't about to move anything around and go any further. And um, people, many people may be saying, okay, well, it is almost a type of public restroom. Anything could have happened there. Someone could have be started their administration, blah, blah, blah. But I, I understand this, but it wasn't there when I initially went in the bathroom. And where did that drop come from? It didn't come from underneath the toilet seat because we lifted the, under, the toilet seat up to make sure that there wasn't a whole bunch of blood down there either. And there was no blood underneath the toilet seat. The only blood was the dried up, smeared blood that was on top of the seat. So where this drop came from, I'm telling you, I don't know. It's, it's like it just appeared. And while I was looking at the toilet seat, but there was no fresh blood on the seat, under the seat, on the rim, anywhere. So this is something that is very uh, mysterious. It's very perplexing. I have no idea right now at this moment because there could be many things associated with this, okay? But I have to go through all of those things. What this may be, what it could be, what it looks like, it, and, and so on. So it takes time for me to sift through all of this. It's like a recipe that I have to go through little by little. Maybe it's just a bunch of nothing. But it, uh, it's, it's going to be a process. And um, well, actually, I'm not going to have to wait until Saturday because Wednesday I'll find out if anything else has gone on there. I mean, between... Yesterday and uh, Wednesday, I'll find out. So, yeah, guys. Um, but to me, blood is like, it just really changes the dynamics of things. So, just to add a little bit more uh, mystery to the day yesterday, which was Saturday, May 6th. I came home and uh, we were barbecuing. It was later on in the early evening, and the barbecue just decided to go off, just went off. So I'm sitting in one area of the yard, and the other side of the yard is where we have this thing. I call it the barbecue cantina because it's like this little uh, wooden thing, and the barbecues are under there, and we have lights strung, you know, around there. And in the summertime, we sit on that side of the yard. But um, yesterday, I was on the opposite side, and so my husband had to go back and forth, and he went to the barbecue cantina, and he was making sure that nothing was burning and everything was fine. And he comes back, and he says, that barbecue was off. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it was on too low or whatever, you know? And he's like, no, it wasn't on too low. He said, that's never happened before. It was off. 
And so we were at, yesterday, we were using the propane. We have charcoal barbecue, we have propane. And sometimes when he wants to do things faster, he uses the propane. And he said, that doesn't happen. And I was like, well, it's propane, so anything can happen. And then I said, you mean it was off, like by the knob? And he said, what do you think I've been telling you? It was off. Okay, well, that changes things. There was no one else here but him and I. I don't know how that thing could have just gone off by the knob. So once again, we are in the midst, okay, of a lot of things going on that we can't see, but we know there are certain things that are there, even though we cannot see them. It's almost like the breeze. We can't see the breeze, but we know it's there because we can feel it and we can see how it moves things around. So just because we can't see these things, and some of us have had many experiences where we just know these things exist. And at this time, where we are at in this timeline, there is, uh, for lack of better words, I'm just going to say there's like this huge battle that's raging that we can't see. But what we experience from time to time from this huge battle is fallout. And I'm not saying that every time something happens that we cannot explain, it's because of this battle. But at certain times, it is. So yesterday, I believe that what we were experiencing was fallout, okay? And it probably began maybe Thursday and worked itself into Saturday. I have not looked at the numbers, but we know there are some events that took place within all of this, okay? We had the coronation of King Charles. We have had um, other events that have happened in our country that are not good, and uh, as well as around the world. But we have had things that happened here recently within our time frame that I'm talking about. So all of this, in my opinion, is connected. All of these things. Once again, I haven't done the numbers, but um, those of you who do numerology, gematria, things like this, you may be able to find out certain things, maybe certain answers. Because I'm going to tell you, it was like a domino effect. But what started it? What was the catalyst that began all of this? As well as the full moon. So we have had energy, okay, tugging from all different directions within the past, oh, maybe three or four days. Once again, I mean, you have uh, certain individuals who are affected by these things more than others. So I just wanted to come on quickly 
and share this with you. See what you think about it. Maybe some of you have experienced some things within the past couple of days that maybe you usually don't. Maybe it's a little more than usual because to me, it seemed like, okay, I'm just one person. And I had these already experiences that was like, okay, this is a little unusual to have like two or three in a day. I mean, we're looking at within like a 12-hour, actually it was less than a 12-hour time frame, these things that had happened. So as well as, um, I don't even know what, uh, if the moon is already starting to wane right now. I haven't even been able to have enough time to pay attention to it. So all these things, okay, put them together. They're all part of the recipe. So sometimes things just become a little more intense at certain times of year, certain events happening in the sky, as well as numbers, okay? So uh, anyways, guys, that's all I have for today. I'm going to try to be back tomorrow and um, bring some interesting things to our walk, okay? It's almost like a picnic, but instead of a picnic with food, our picnic is uh, sharing some of these strange things that take place in our world, in our realm, and in our cities, just where we live also. Places that are near to us, even with some people coming in, telling us of things that have happened to them recently. So anyways, I want to thank all of you for joining me. Um, If you want to contact me, maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. And um, until we walk and talk again, I hope everyone has a wonderful, look, I can't even talk now, a wonderful Sunday. All right, so we'll be um, chatting again soon. Thank you, everyone. Ciao.